you have to have the big picture as being the one who plans the future of your company. You have to have a very detailed idea on where you are right now because you can't start planning for the future if you don't know where you are right now. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of The Design Life Show. And we are now on episode 56 of the podcast, and I'm super excited for this week's episode because I'm chatting with Edward Solicito. Edward is the Chief Executive Officer of Kizar Innovations, founded in April 2018. Kizar Innovation is a Filipino design and development firm that transforms innovative ideas into profitable businesses through its strong network of innovators, designers, engineers, businessmen, and investors. In this week's episode, we talk about his ground-up stories, how he was able to turn his innovative ideas into a profitable business, the biggest mistakes that you should avoid on starting a startup business, and practical advice on how to change your mindset to an entrepreneurial mindset, and a step-by-step guide on starting your own venture today and much much more so make sure to stick around until the end and hopefully you'll enjoy this episode as much as i do and at least learn at least one or two from this episode and let me know if you love this episode by subscribing or by leaving a review on apple Podcasts or itunes in that way you are helping me to reach more people and don't forget to go to the website thedesignlifeshow.com that's thedesignlifeshow.com all right that's it so let's go jump into this week episode so without further ado i hope you enjoy this episode you're listening to the design life show a podcast that helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life it's me jay christ a designer from the philippines best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism i'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey their process and the lessons they've learned along the way Hey everyone, welcome again to the podcast TDLS and I'm I'm here right now with Edward Solicito. So basically, uh, I think you will learn a lot of uh, great stuff here in this podcast episode. So hopefully, at, at least one or two on this podcast episode. So I'm super excited, you know, to to uh, to sit down with Edward as well. And Edward, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Excited to be here. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's my pleasure to have you on the show. So, you know, uh, just to give context in this episode, for those who would like to know or don't know about you or what your business or your, your current uh, background, can you share a little bit about your your personal life or what are you doing right now? Okay, so I'm, again, I'm Edward Sulisito. I'm the current Chief Executive Officer of Kazar Innovations. So, Kazar Innovations is a Filipino startup. We are a Filipino design and development firm uh, that transforms innovative ideas into profitable businesses. So, what we have is a strong network of innovators, designers, engineers, businessmen, and investors. So, technically, anything that a Filipino entrepreneur might need, we actually have it within our ecosystem. Yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah, yep. uh, basically, that's that's uh, that's what are you doing now? 
Uh, Edward, can you share a little bit about your, you know, uh, journey before before then? Are you are you you know uh, what's the motivation behind building this business? And then, uh, is it really your passion to be an entrepreneur since then, or can you share a little bit about your your journey? Yeah. So um, me, um, I actually I am a graduate of um, a Bachelor of Science in Industrial Engineering. So I have an I have I'm an engineer by profession. And the thing mm-hmm. that engineers actually has is that discipline to actually create, uh, create new processes, better designs, and that's one thing that you really need when it comes to creating uh, new products and new services. Now, after the after my industrial engineering program, I now enrolled in the AIM's Master of Science in Innovation and Business. So MSIB is one of AIM's newest um, newest programs. They just launched in 2017, so we were part of the pioneer batch. The goal of the MSIB program was to actually create put the um what the goal of the MSIB program is to put those tech adept um, individuals, those engineers, those innovators, those inventors, wow. and then give them the business acumen that they need so that they can turn those ideas and create ventures out of it. So AIM, Asian Institute of Management, being one of the best business schools in Asia, they are actually one of the perfect incubators for such individuals. So we graduated last December 2017 after a one-year program. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, So the good thing about that program is before you graduate, you actually have to create mm-hmm. one, um, a startup and then propose it in front of investors. So even before graduating then, our startup, Kaiser Innovations and Study Play and Chakaro, were was already fully funded. Wow. So that was the reason why a lot of investors supported us then, our professors as well. Uh, that's the reason why we are we created Kaiser Innovations to have to have to consolidate our resources to be able to supply all the necessary competencies and at the same time to spread out the costs so we launched Kaiser Innovations last March of we incorporated Kaiser Innovations in Singapore mm-hmm. last March of 2017 in Singapore um uh, sorry March of 2018 in Singapore yeah. <laughs> and then we launched it April Uh, 7 of 2018 here in the Philippines and we're mm-hmm. we're about to um, we're about to celebrate our one year anniversary. Wow. Congrats Next. man. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's ama- that's amazing. You know, I, I I feel that the journey is really amazing and uh, it, it's cool to look back on on that uh, as well. And I'm just curious Edward, uh, what's what's your experience growing up as a as a young or as a average kid can you share your experience growing up uh, is there is there anything that motivates you to you know to start a business as well or to start an entrepreneurial journey and what's motivates you back then yeah well i'm 20, i'm just 24 years old so mm-hmm. uh, we are i'm i'm we're part of that generation that saw life yeah. before the internet all yeah. of our saturdays just watch, watching cartoons uh-huh. we don't have internet yet And then yes, yes. We, have, we are also the generation that saw the boom of the internet. We now have um, internet on our phones. We now have all of our games on our phones. I still remember those days. Na para uh, we have like the phones are just a new thing. Just a couple of people have it. So it is <clears throat> those things are what technically inspires this particular generation. I, I, 
with regards to our job with creating new tech in our startup, it inspires us in such a way that we know that when someone dreams of a technology, dreams of a product, they can really change how the how people live, how people interact mm-hmm. with their fellow individuals, and what kinds of tools are that will be available. So we saw, particularly on our end, we saw some of yung mga toys natin, our toys yeah. when we were growing up. And then right now that we are, uh, we, we, saw, we we are currently seeing toys that are typically robots <laughs> yes. and stuff. And you can see the boost in creativity, how important those toys are now, how they're actually molding the future generations. So uh, the future generation so that they can be more tech adept than we are. Like imagine if we have those kinds of toys back then. But the good thing about again being this generation now that now that we are in um on an age that we can actually do stuff, that we can actually make the changes, we can create our own businesses to address some concerns, is that we knew life before technically technology, particularly in the mm-hmm. Philippines. So we know that if we do things right we can actually do change. We can actually make a difference on how Filipinos particularly will interact. Yeah, super agree. And I, I think, uh, but uh, even though, you know, the, 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 uh, some of uh, great entrepreneurs are, uh, you know, doing a lot of good stuff uh, here in the Philippines, I think we need more innovators and creators, right? So, uh, and basically, I, I think you, you've been, you know, uh, you've been doing a great, uh, some of great stuff uh, at the back end and then, you know, uh, building businesses and, you know, creating some cool stuff. So, uh, if you have any idea or any practical tips for those who are, you know, creatives, entrepreneur or you know just getting started on their journey what's your best practical advice i think a lot of filipinos especially filipinos right so they're not really technically savvy or business savvy uh, uh, so to speak so how do you change your mindset from being you know just uh, uh just you know just to you know just to uh make ends meet from being an entrepreneurial uh mindset from Right. So, can you share a little bit about that? Your insight. Yeah. What What I always say when entrepreneur, like when actually that exact same question, like when they ask me, like, how do you actually mm-hmm. start doing it? How do you address? How do you become an entrepreneur? What I always say is, you just have to start small, think big, and then at the middle of it, you just have to scale up. I always say that. The important part of that thing is you have to start. You have to start to building on your idea. You have to start building your venture. The thing is, if you have an idea and you really believe it's a great idea, it's, a, it's an idea that will change lives, it is your obligation to that idea to turn it into something real, mm-hmm. to turn it into something important, to turn it into something of value. It is your obligation to that idea. So the thing is, the mindset is, there's not actually a better time to be an entrepreneur in the Philippines than now. There are lots of companies, there are lots of incubators, accelerators, there's a lot of programs. A lot of the people that you actually have on the show, those people Mm -hmm. will definitely support you on your venture. The only thing that you need is to actually make 
time to build on your idea, to introduce those ideas to those people, and to see where it can go, to see, to try and make some, to make effort so that you can see, you can start it and then you can see where it goes. You have companies like, of course, what, um, what my startup is, you have companies like us, Kazar Innovations, that can really assess you, uh, assist you, um, and then assess your idea on what you can possibly do with it. Uh, with Kazar Innovations, just to give you a background about Kazar and what we do, yeah, sure. is we have what we call, uh, we have, we've built an ecosystem so that, again, like I said before, that any that anything that an innovator might need, uh, it will be readily available for them. For example, we currently on we have four startups under the Kazor Innovations banner. Uh, one is Study Play. It's an educational toy company. So what we do is all of those technologies that are available in the West, in those first world countries, will be made available here in the Philippines. Um, so that so to, as to increase the Filipino kids' creativity. And to make it available for them so that their imagination would uh, would would be nurtured. Another first startup is called Tracaro Sustainable Travels. It's the first and only sustainability ratings platform. Um, so it we we were uh, our team created an algorithm to actually find the metrics and to standardize the ratings for sustainability. Now the two things that I want to focus right now is those two startups that we have that can mm-hmm. easily assist any individual out there who wants to start their own venture. So one is Kazer 3D. So Kazer 3D is a 3D printing startup. So it's one of the biggest 3D printing startup in the Philippines. And um, we currently own mm-hmm. the largest 3D printing facility in South Luzon. So what's wow. good about Kazer 3D is if ever you are a hardware startup, so you create prototypes, the problem is you don't have 3D printers because it's uh, it's costly, yes. mm-hmm. the expense is so high. You can just send your designs to us and we'll ship it nationwide. The good mm-hmm. thing about Kaser 3D is that we are about um, our cost is about just one fourth. Wow! Now, wow! The reason, yeah, the, the reason cool. mm-hmm. why why we did that was is because of the mission. The mission yes. of Kaser 3D is to make 3D printing accessible to all Filipinos. Uh-huh. Now, a lot of people know about 3D printing. A lot of people are telling that it's going to disrupt industries. But the problem is, the very yeah. people, very few Filipinos actually have a 3D printer. Very mm-hmm. few Filipinos even touched a 3D printing yeah. object. So what our goal is, is within this year, is to have our kiosks, our branches available nationwide. So um, with Kaser 3D as a business, it's, um, it's one of our profitable businesses right now. In just a span of seven months, it was, it was able to hit ROI. Wow, so, amazing. Yeah, yeah so it's our investors... Yeah. yeah, thank you very much, man. And yeah, our investors are so happy. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do our nationwide rollout this year. So imagine... Mm-hmm. Actually, imagine um, to all our our listeners out there, imagine a future and where you can create your models and then you just bring your USB to any SM, to any Ayala Mall. Wow. uh, Submit it, upload it to our kiosk Mm -hmm. and then go back in seven days and then your prototype, your product will be made available. So that is the future that we're looking towards to with regards to Wow. And, yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, and another startup that we have is what we call Kazer Atlas Technologies. Mm-hmm. So Kazer Atlas Technologies is our mobile app development company. So if Kazer 3D is for hardware, 
So Kazor Atlas is for software and for mobile applications. So the reason why we really want to talk about uh, talk about this for startups mm -hmm. is, for example, you have a you have a an idea for a mobile application. Uh -huh. We can create your mobile app both and launch it both for Android and iOS in just sixty days. Mm -hmm. The idea is we cool. can create brand, we can create your products in 60 days. And we have what we call, we're one of the most, we're, um, aside from being one of the fastest mobile app developers in the country right now, we're actually one of the most flexible when it comes to uh, financing. Because we know naman, uh, mm -hmm. a lot of startups doesn't have funding yeah, in the first sure. months. Yeah, funding mm -hmm. is a big problem for all startups. Yeah. So what we have in Kazor Atlas is what we call Startup Now Pay Later. So what does it mean? We create mm -hmm. your mobile application. We launch it. You just have to pay for a down payment so that we know that you have uh, skin in the game. We develop your app. And then six months after we launch your product, your, your application, there's no billing within six months. You can focus. No contract. Yeah, no, uh, we, yeah. We're gonna have a, we are going to okay. have a contract, but you won't have to pay anything wow. within six months. Wow. So the good thing about it is you can now focus on business development because usually you know, marketing, man, yes, yeah, on marketing stuff. Because usually the problem with uh, with uh, mobile application uh -huh. startups, chicken and egg problem when it comes to funding. You don't have investors because you don't have the tech, but you uh -huh. don't have that because you don't have funds. So the mm -hmm. good thing about our team with Kaiser Innovations, again, we built this company as to assist Filipino inno um, innovators, Filipino. Um, entrepreneurs will create your product for you. Will create your mobile application for you in the one of the fastest, the shortest amount of time, and then with six months, you don't have to pay anything. You can focus on building your brand. Mm -hmm. With the seventh month, now the payment comes in. But the good thing about it is you can actually spread it out. It can be on twelve months, twenty-four months, or thirty-six months payments. So the good thing about this, it's gonna create. You have your own. You have your money maker but you can pay it in installments. So that is our way to actually support the Filipino startups. Wow. That's, I think that's well, so really we have Kaser, Yeah. Yeah. So we have Kaser 3D for hardware uh -huh. and Kaser Atlas for software. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So uh, I'm just curious, Edward. So for those who, you know, might be uh, might, uh, really uh, interested on this type of, uh, you know, uh, thing and would like to, you know, uh, Try, try it out. So what's the best, you know, best way or the requirements for them to, to apply with, the, with all those uh, things that you've said? Yeah, with, with regards to that one, they just have to send um, uh -huh. an email to our team. Um, just, set, uh, just, just email us with the ideas that you have, mm -hmm. if you have some designs. Again, we can meet with you. Um, so that we cool. can actually see where it goes. Again, the first thing, you don't have to pay anything. There's no consultation. Yeah. Again, what we always say is there's only a few people in the Filipino startup community. Might as well help each other. So we're going to yeah, be yeah. there. We're going to give our comments and 100%. suggestions on what mm -hmm. we should do. And then um, who, um, if, if you're really sure that you want to build it right now and you're going to tell me, Edward, I want to build this. I'm sure that it's going to make a difference. I'm sure that a lot of investors will be coming in. I'm sure that a lot of users will enjoy my product. Then no problem. We're gonna we're gonna we just have to sign a contract, pay it down. As very small, you're gonna be surprised in how mm -hmm. small the down payment is, so that we know you have skin in the game. And then we start developing it, 
and then there, there, uh, after six after after six days you'll have your product. After six months you'll have your own brand. So again, yeah, the process is you just have to send an email to uh, at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's really amazing. And for sure, I will add that links for all those listeners that who might really interested on that. And I, I think this this is really cool, right? So if you love to love what you are doing or want to help other people and just you know uh, just helping other people or solving another problem is it's really great. And uh, and don't uh, don't forget that everyone are you know like Edward and the startup communities are really keen to help everyone else right so uh, the 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 best thing is to get uh, get started and and i think uh, it it will start in a small act and just reach out you know and then yeah. it will create big big opportunities right so so edward uh, i will push for sure uh, add that links or the email add on the show notes below so i'm just uh, you know just to just to go back with your journey, you know, you creating a lot of amazing stuff and uh, the startups and, and these things that you've mentioned. Uh, I, I'm just curious, right? right? So everyone, uh, I think uh, I get this a lot of, uh, I, I get a lot of questions about this. Uh, there are things that really unexpected when doing some business or creating a startup. So can you show your, you know, uh, 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 biggest, you know, uh, biggest mistakes back then as a startup uh, entrepreneur or startup founder. I think a lot of people are, you know, uh, really confused right now because uh, it's a it's a booming community or it's a booming opportunities. Can you share your, uh, uh, if if you if you like to share your mistakes back then and how do you overcome those or wh- what did you do to overcome those things? Yeah, well. Um, there had been a lot of mistakes, but the the idea those mistakes are technically your learning paths. Uh-huh. Uh, that's gonna 100%. help you. Sure. Um, but one thing that I really like to share is actually not with my not with my current startup. It was one of us. Uh, it was a startup uh, for Kazer mm-hmm. Innovation. So that was um, that was my first startup that I co-founded. It was called Philippine Innovators Incorporated. Um, and what we do then was to create prototypes for corporate clients, for um, individuals. We create prototypes for them. Um, so new technologies, we create designs, we fabricate it for them. So one sure. mm-hmm. one thing that, uh, that has been very much challenging for us, being uh, so Innovators Incorporated back then was a service startup. So uh-huh. one crucial mistake that you can have as a service startup is getting more clients than you than you can actually cater. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you so there was this yeah. time I just want to share that story. Uh, there was this one time that we were it was we were we were we were getting a lot of clients because it was deadlines for a lot of projects. So uh-huh. we have uh, it's a mix of academic and corporate clients that we cater with the cater back then, and then we we. We were so excited. The company, of course, we are a company. We want more clients to come on board. Yeah. We, were de- we were so excited to finally have those trashes. So, uh, we- so the revenues coming in, we were, we were, we were, hap- we were so happy with the traction that we're getting because we have, uh-huh. we're having clients with the multiple mm-hmm. schools. Now, what happened was our engineers said that, yeah, we- Edward, we can, uh, we can do it. 
where mm-hmm. we can we can finish all of those uh, for all of those prototypes just just get as much client as we can so that we can solidify we can up we can we can lessen down the costs so what happened then again i think it's very much obvious is we yeah. it's one of the hardest months of technically uh. of everyone that was involved <laughs> in my previous startup mm-hmm. it was one of the hardest months of our lives simply because mm-hmm. We know how important those prototypes are, and we know the importance of getting, of submitting your promised products on time to your clients on time. Yeah. So, the, the, but the thing oh. is, we have very much limited resources. There's only mm-hmm. so much employees that I have. Then there's only so much equipment that we have. But we were so blinded by this revi- by the revenues. We were so blinded by the trust, by the traction that we were getting, that we didn't ask ourselves if we can really do it. So, of course, easy mathematics can say you the capacity of your products. But again, mm-hmm. some things with regards to developing prototypes will go wrong. So, when that happened to one of our clients and then the, the next clients, got have, of course, it's going to be pushed back and then, then everything went bad for that round. The good thing about... Again, so that that yeah. brings, brings us to the context of not getting more than what you can offer. So be, be very careful in taking each mm-hmm. client. Make sure that you can actually fulfill everything. So how, again, like I said in the beginning, what are the learnings that we had from that? With Gazer Innovations right now, my new, the, the new startup that we have, the, um, we've been in this for one year. I can easily say, I can proudly say that we've never missed a deadline. Yeah. The reason for that one is, of course, if if you're going to be missing deadlines, then why bother putting in the dates? <laughs> the reason why you put deadlines is yes. because you have to make sure that everything will be carried out by that date. Because you have to respect uh-huh. your client's plan, your client's schedules. With Gazer Atlas, even though we have very limited time right now, imagine 60 days for a corporate mobile uh-huh. application. Sean, imagine just seven days for a prototype for 3D printing for Kzar 3D. We've never missed a deadline simply because we now know how important that part of the business is. So we now choose all of our clients. We now choose the. We now we are now very much careful on what services we promise our cl- our clients that we prom- that we are we're gonna be delivering, and we're very much careful on planning each and every activity that we have every single day. Wow, that's really cool, and I, I think that's really valuable for for those who you know uh, for those aspiring startup founder and and I think thank you for sharing your you know your <laughs> your journey on that on that part. And I always said this: uh, find better clients, not more clients. For those yeah. uh, for every creatives that I you know I encounter or ask ask questions from me because uh, a lot of us or especially. A lot, uh, a lot of Filipinos are, you know, looking uh, on the marketing side, on the sales side, but uh, it, it always should balance on the fulfillment part, like what Edward said. And you know, you you see that journey on that, right? You you see the problem on that, right? So thanks, Edward, for sharing that. And uh, let's go, let's let's jump shift from another question. So uh, for those who you know, I think you you've been doing a lot of. Uh, Cool stuff on the back, and I'm just curious what what's your typical day as a you know as a startup as a CEO? Uh, c- can you share uh, a little bit about that for our TDLS audience? Well, yeah. Um, as the case, our CEO. So what 
a caser si um as uh, as the caser CEO what I do is technically on business development so I look at all of the industries that are available uh, that are existing right now particularly in the Filipino context and I'm always looking at ways to inject innovation in each of those industries. Mm-hmm. So given the tech that we have, Kaiser Innovation has, so how can we um, cre- how can we improve those industries? How can we create uh, technologies for those industries? So those are my t- typical questions and everything that I do. Now, the typical day-to-day, uh-huh. uh, it, well, it starts at around 6 o'clock a.m. So you wake up and then you start reading on the news you have as a startup founder you have to be always updated with the latest technology news the latest your job to make sure that you you are in a, you, you know the latest uh, for example um, laws regulations you might yeah. be creating a technology that is illegal so you don't want that <laughs> so uh, it's very important that you know so um uh, during uh, so my typical so it starts at 6 with a breakfast and of course learning the news searching the web and then I'm usually in the office at around 8 o'clock in the morning to start uh, to browse some emails to see how our relationships with our clients are going, mm-hmm. some, some dates that needs to be fulfilled, some, um, some emails that need to be sent. And then by 9 o'clock, the company, Kaiser uh, Innovation, office hours now begins. So we typically start our day at Kaiser Innovations with a daily meeting. So what we do there is we mm-hmm. take all of the employees, the whole Kaiser group, and then all of the startups under the Kaiser banner um, reports on their activities and what they're doing. So the reason why we have that every single day is the reason why Kaiser is um, working well right now is because of the synergy that we have within our startups. So there's no double handling of the material. So if one 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 department is doing this then one team doesn't have to do that if if uh, if a startup has this requirement and one startup can help them with that then they can easily help each other so that's the reason why those uh, morning meetings are very much important yes then mm-hmm. af- yeah then after the morning meeting uh, again the i just want to add this um it's very important as a startup founder to know everything about your startup it 100%. seems obvious. Yeah, it seems obvious, but the thing is, every single detail, you have to know about it. Not because you want to micromanage, but because you have to have an idea. You have to have the big picture as being the one who plans the future of your company. You have to have a very detailed idea on where you are right now. Because you can't start planning for the future if you don't know where you are right now. So that's how important our daily meetings are. Then after that would be usually meetings. So um, I didn't mention this um, um, uh, earlier, but Kaiser Innovations, our office is located in Batangas. So we're yes, located yes, in the south. Um, the reason why we put our office here was because we believe that there will be a tech renaissance in the, Philippi- in the Philippines within the next couple of days. And I believe personally, that one key factor there is those areas that are outside Metro Manila. So we are, we are now bringing focus to particularly here in South Luzon. So we want, because here in South Luzon, you'll be surprised. I, I think that the idea is there's so many um, great engineers here. One of the best, some, some yeah. of the best engineering students are here. Some of the best creatives are here. Some yes. of the best 
um, some of these mathematicians, coders are here. And again, all, most of the spotlight is always in Metro Manila. So mm -hmm. the idea of Kaiser Innovations when we set up base here is that if we do well, if Kaiser Innovations do well, then some of the spotlight might be focused on South Luzon and most and this ecos this whole ecosystem in the South will now be will now have the support that they need. Now again with Russia, so after the meeting, what now happens is we go to Metro Manila because most of our clients are there. Mm -hmm. So uh, we want to make sure we want to assure them. Uh, we want to give them the we we always give them the status of their mobile apps, of the systems that we're building, the loyalty cards that we're providing them. We want to make sure that they are very much at ease with uh with their with the services that we are providing for them because on Kaiser Innovations. Um, you're not just buying um, the particular product you're paying for. You're paying. You're paying for peace of mind. You won't have any problem with the product you're getting, and the as long as we're we're gonna be together, as long as the contract stays, you won't have any problem with that particular project. So that's what we says. So we go to our clients, and then we talk to we talk to the. Individuals that are that wants our, of course, we a lot of we're talking to a lot. We have meetings with a lot of startups that wants their mobile application made because uh, most mobile most startups doesn't have their own in-house mobile app developers, mm -hmm. so might as well outsource that to us. And then usually our day ends at around ten o'clock because our last meeting usually is around nine o'clock in the mm -hmm. evening these are the times that we are having dinner with multiple startup founders uh, we want to be in touch with other editors and other writers because one recommendation that I would say to the startup founders out there is to fi find time and well make time to uh -huh. meet other startup founders um, <laughs> but not just to broaden your reach but because you learn so much from them, you ha you're working on different industries. You're not competitors, even though you are. Even though, if ever you are competitors, you're gonna learn so much to each and every individual, to each and every start startup employee, startup founder that you will come across. So uh, yeah, well after that, then Absolutely, it's eleven yeah. o'clock. So we have to go back to Batangas after that meeting. Yeah. So we but around 11 and then the day uh, we work, we wake up again at 6 and the day goes again and we uh, the and again. <laughs> create value every day. So we're yeah. happy about that. Yeah, that's really amazing. Thanks for sharing that. And I just want to highlight about, you know, the, uh, to uh, in the in the part that you've mentioned, uh, meeting other entrepreneurs or startup founders i think i think that's really valuable and hope i hope i i've learned that before <laughs> eight years ago right so uh, i think networking is really a big factor when it comes to you know learning new things not only not only building new relationship meaningful relationship but also learning as much as you can on the in the other other creative uh, professional or entrepreneurs or startup founders that's really valuable and hopefully a lot of inspire, uh, aspiring uh, entrepreneurs uh, should uh, should apply that as well and it, it's I, I know that's hard right so if you if you are not a socially inclined person like me before I'm so shy right so but, <laughs> but there's a lot of things that 
that you can try. Let's say you can you can build a podcast, you know, to to interview a lot of uh, great yeah. people like Edward. So it's it's been okay. part of my journey as well uh, on the podcast, meeting a lot of great people, and and I love. And what what I love doing this podcast is to you know learn or share a lot of values as well on the community. It's a, it's a, a it's a it's a two way <laughs> two way yeah. uh, two way thing when you when you started that and uh, you yeah. will be surpri- surprised uh, how meaningful it is, right? So yeah, I actually wanna mm-hmm. I actually wanna spend this time, Jay, to actually thank you for doing this podcast. Yeah. Um, I. I I know that a lot of startup founders, a lot of a lot of technopreneurs are looking for this kind of podcasts. Like the thing that ad- addresses specifically the Filipino setup. Mm-hmm. We really like when we were learning about what you're doing here in this podcast, we were really surprised and we re- we really thank you for doing for doing this. Like with regards to the start the the, the aspiring technopreneurs out there, like listening to this podcast is technically the same thing as meeting them personally because you know that you get to know you get to learn their stories you get to ask some of the questions that oh yeah, yeah this is a good thing this is this is their experience and i really commend you jay for doing this thank you very much this means a lot to the filipino yeah. tech community yeah thanks man it, it it will never be possible with all the great guys that I interview, including you Edward so thank you so much for you know uh, dropping by on the podcast and swinging by i I know you're re, uh, you're doing a lot of uh stuff uh, on the back end and it, it's i think uh we need more people who you know like to share more more value and then and their journey and their mistakes right so uh, be more vulnerable founders or you know, I, I I'm not the the you know the smartest person in the room, but I, I assure you that I'm the hardest worker in the room. Yeah. So that's why I I try my best to you know reach out to every uh, entrepreneur or a creative professional or creative entrepreneur like Edward. Uh, Actually, to share Jay, I th- I, 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 yeah, I really think that's is that's it. Eh? That's exactly it. What you just said, that's that's beautiful. The thing is. What, I, what on my end, what I always say is you just have to have progress every day. You just have to create value every day. You don't have to be the smartest guy. You don't have to, to be the richest guy in the room. As long as you know that your idea has progress. So, did, did I, so the question is, oh, did I do something for my startup today? Did I create like something worth 24 hours of my life? Did my, did my idea improve than yesterday? If the answer is yes, you're doing so good your your idea will will be something someday and you'll be surprised with the progress that you made after a couple of months a couple of years yeah. you'll be surprised absolutely thank you so much for that man and yeah uh, before we wrap up the show so for those who you know uh i, I think you shared a lot of uh, value in this podcast episode and for sure they they learned uh, a lot of great stuff and as well am i Right. So, um, before we wrap up the show, uh, I, I don't know if I should ask this because you shared uh, great insights as well. What's your best practical advice for those uh, startup entrepreneurs or for those startup founders or for in- aspiring entrepreneurs uh, that are just getting started? What's your best practical advice for them? Well, my 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 best practice practical advice, technically. Is just start doing it. 
um, it doesn't like if you have an idea, you're an aspiring technopreneur, and if you're just gonna be saying it that I have an idea, I, I just wrote it in a piece of paper. That's how it has been for the last couple of months. Then you're not doing something about it. Again, what yeah. I'm saying is, if you have an idea, you have an obligation to actually turn it to something profitable, to turn it to something valuable to other people. So my advice would be to see your idea, assess what you have thought of for the year. So the idea should be this, the idea should be that. And then write it down. I don't know if it's going to be on a notebook. I use a notebook. It's very yeah. much, mm-hmm. it's, very much um, it's better than putting it down in a phone. It's, you have that, um, that, that sense that you're writing something. It's, it's really good. Or you can just put it in a Google Docs. Yeah. But the thing is, now you start adding ideas to it. You now start putting in some plans. You now go to the complex stuff, the business plan, the business model. This idea, I'm building it for whom? This idea, who will be the audience of this? Who, um, who will be serve, who will be the serviceable people with this kind of service, with this kind of technology? So the good thing about listing it down is that you know that it won't it 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 will always add up every single day again what i always 100%. say is you have yeah. to create value every day you have to add up to your idea every day so like you might you, most startup founders have part time jobs but the thing is you might think oh my startup should have this service pala i should add this i'm going to write it down and then you'll be surprised like don't, don't my idea is don't let it be just um the problem is if you don't write it down it's going you're going to you're going to forget it. So you should put it down. You should write it down. You should type it down. And then you'll be surprised. So basically what I'm saying is assess it, write it down every single time, find time to actually summarize it and then to create it. And then when you think this is something valuable, the next step is to talk to people about it because you, you want to get other people's perspective of, perspectives about it. Improve it again. And then start talking, talking to the individuals who will support you. You can start talking to Kazar Innovations. You can search up. Uh, you can send us an email. You can search our website. You can ask us any questions. We'll be there to help, even for funding purposes, even for mobile applications, for hardware designs. We'll be there to help. And the good thing is, it's not just Kazar Innovations that's out there. There's a lot of incubators and accelerators and supporters that are generally waiting for you. 100%, right? So thank you so much, Edward, for, you know, swinging by into the podcast. And for those who, uh, you know, uh, really interested to learn more about your startup, uh, what's the best links or what's the best way that they, that they can reach you out? Okay, so uh, we, have a, we have our own website, uh, www.kzar.co. So that K-E-Z-A-R.co. Um, and then you'll see all of our businesses out there. But the best way to actually reach us is through Facebook. Um, you can search Kazar PH or you can just search Kazar Innovation. So again, that's K-E-Z-A-R Innovations at Facebook. Um, we'll be there. Um, we currently have one of the largest. We, we just surpassed 100,000 about it. So be wow. part of our community yes. there. Congrats. Um, and then 
you can again email us to gmail at kzarph at gmail.com. So that's k-e-z-a-r-p-h at gmail.com. So that's it, kzar.com. So uh, for those who are listening for TDLS audience, I will surely put all the links or the email address on the show notes below. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, it's also available or, or on any of your favorite podcast apps like SoundCloud, iTunes, or whatever whatever you are uh, using right now. So you just scroll down below and you will surely, I will surely put all the links on our show notes below. And hopefully you'll learn a lot of great stuff as well. Uh, so am I uh, with Edward. And once again, Edward, thank you so much for dropping by on the podcast. And I really, I really honored to have you on the show. Uh, you, you're really doing a great, uh, great job, right? Thank you so much, man. Thank you again. Thank you. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening to the Design Life Show. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash tdls or go to thedesignlifeshow.com and you can find the donate button on the top to learn more on how you can support the show. And for some cool extra stuff, you can get an access to my private contents like AMAs where I take questions exclusively from Patreon subscribers or check out other stuff I made where I talk about essentialism, design, creativity, and business. I give a lot of value into this podcast that can't be seen anywhere else online. Again, that's patreon.com slash tdls. Thanks for listening to the show and talk to you guys again next week.